0: Hello everybody and welcome to Great Ways to Cinema. Not Gateways, Great Ways
1: to Cinema. Indeed. <laughs> Uh, do you want to uh, let them in on what spelling of uh, what we're going with? Well, this week? we'll decide at the end. That'll said, be our little rating system. I suppose we should introduce uh, that naming convention right off the bat, yeah. bat just for this show. Yes, this is our pilot episode of this yes. particular spinoff. Oh, and what an episode we have the, for you! The spinoff to our spinoff. Well, you
0: you wrote. You wrote
1: this is Aaron. <laughs> I'm Jacob. That's Aaron. If you listen to Gateways Cinema, you know. If you <laughs> if you're listening to the spin-off of the spin-off of our podcast, you're yeah. probably uh familiar with us. But considering uh the, the the diversity of films we're going to be uh delving into in this new uh series, perhaps we're gonna gain a little bit of a new audience, you know? Maybe. Is it the audience we want? <laughs> That's the question. Um
0: yeah, so so uh, Aaron came up with the name Great Ways to, to Cinema, and it's uh, either an A T E or an E A T, depending on the movie. Dep- I think at the end we gotta we gotta you know rate it. Yeah, yeah. Give it a rating. Indeed. Um, so of you an eight or an eat? An eight or an eat? <laughs> is this an eight or an eat for you? <laughs> um, no movie is higher than an eight out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> um... But yeah, so Do I, to- I made a list of a hundred movies. I don't think Aaron should watch, but I want him to anyway. F- um, films that I have not yes seen, already that. seen that I have had seen. And uh, oh boy, we we sweat. I decided if I'm gonna make Aaron watch a movie because he, this is a movie Aaron told me he would never watch.
1: So I decided True. I True. needed to uh, maybe not never that. watch, but at least. Wait until, like, I came across it on cable one day, kind of. Right. (laughs) Kind of defeated love.
0: We're talking about Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. Great name. They certainly were. (laughs) (laughs) They certainly were crimes. We're going to get into some of those crimes. Let me
1: count the crimes.
0: (laughs) Might I count the crimes of Grindelwald? (laughs) Um, They're not good crimes either. No. No, they aren't like going against a corrupt system, you know. (laughs) We'll get to his crimes, but uh, Aaron. Yeah. You know what? Let's just reverse the format. Okay. What what did you know about this? cribbing my style. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What did you know about this movie going in besides almost everything because I told you about it?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, so obviously this was a this was a film that uh, even though I wasn't really well. I was, to an extent, interested in it. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, when the first Fantastic Beasts movie came out, I didn't see it in theaters. I was never really going to, because I was like, I like the Harry Potter movies well enough. I never saw any of those in theaters either. Uh, But I liked them well enough, but I just don't really... uh, It it felt too much like a cash grab. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, the fact that they announced it as a trilogy ahead of time i was like okay obviously you know they're just like they can do whatever they want they know people are gonna go pay money for it so i'm not gonna be part of that system man uh Mm -hmm. and then later they expanded out to five films so when this i i I saw the first film
0: Mm
1: -hmm. uh when it hit hbo gotcha and i was like it's fine Mm -hmm. i thought it did a good job with like the characters uh i liked the kind of i like how it made itself distinct from the Harry Potter films with the focus on the beasts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it had a lot of flaws. Mm -hmm. A lot of them due to the screenplay. Um, Yes. (laughs) Mostly the
0: screenplay. So
1: I was like, okay, that's fine. Maybe I'll watch the next one on HBO as well. And then uh, following the developments like All Crimes of Grindelwald... Uh, just like certain aspects of the film, just like okay, that's ju- that's just not sitting well with me. So mm-hmm. I kind of like completely uh, turned against uh, seeing this film. Yeah. Uh. So then, so I knew I knew quite a bit in terms of I knew reasons why I did not want to see this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then, I didn't see this movie, but you did. I did.
0: And then... oh uh, like, not opening weekend, but... No, actually, and, yeah. <laughs> opening weekend. And then, Big Harry Potter fan. I don't know if that needs to be said.
1: I... I but. I mean it hasn't been established on this show yet. Okay. This is our pilot episode. We gotta establish we gotta everything establish man. Everything. We gotta we gotta God. sit down for the exposition dump of a, mm. a fantastic beast level exposition in, dump.
0: <laughs> Some <laughs> even say we're in the strange tomb and we're combing through family lines. The
1: metaphorical the strange tomb <laughs> of a podcast world. <laughs> but uh, you saw Fantastic Beast too. Mm-hmm. Um And then, bit by bit, you kind of let me in on uh, certain (laughs) details of this film. This movie's insane. This movie is absolutely insane. It's certainly something. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, I have seen this movie now. Yeah. Uh, This was (laughs) definitely... The way to do it, the way to get me to see this film was... uh, Making this list, and, uh... And now we get to talk about it here? But you're, you're giving me the opportunity to kind of just, like, have, a, like, a, an outlet for uh-huh. all these uh, <laughs> uh, initial thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Of <laughs> which there are we many. We just
0: finished this movie. <laughs> so, uh, it's, we're, we're coming at you a little raw today. A little bit. Well, we're not uncensored. I will censor if things get out of hand. <laughs> but... It could quite easily. <laughs> I'll censor your ideas, too. Uh, All right. yeah. I will have wow. no hate speech against the crimes of Grendel in this podcast. Because Aaron. Yeah. I kind of still like this movie. <laughs> it's so bad. But yes. at the same time, I don't think it's any better or worse than the original Fantastic Beasts. It's much worse. It's much worse. I can't see. I don't I don't agree. I don't agree. I, I think they're just as bad as each other. But we'll get there. We'll get there. Aaron, what, what did you think? What did you think? You know.
1: Uh, well, uh, spoiler-free thoughts. I. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Would you recommend this movie? This is one of those experiences where I'm not even sure I saw a movie, man. Oh, really? There were were so many times during this movie, I was so utterly confused as to what was happening and why and why it matters. Um, And I feel like this movie was not made for me.
0: I don't I think just this was made for
1: anyone outside of the most hardcore of <laughs> Harry Potter fans. Exactly, and uh, even then, I'm sure. Yeah, well, I, from what I've gathered, uh, it's uh, pissed off quite a bit of uh, the fan base as well for messing with the mythology. Yeah. So, and I got like weird
0: complaints this time. We'll talk about later. got sure, yeah, more yeah. more like. Spoilery stuff, but mostly just that magic doesn't work like that, (laughs) like in any of the Harry Potter movies. There's several times people are, like, going into walls and stuff, and I'm like, what?
1: (laughs) You can just do that? This is definitely one of... This this film kind of broke the Harry Potter universe, Mm -hmm. uh... Magic is a tricky concept to make narratives around because you you have to understand limitations. You have to figure out what exactly are the rules of Mm -hmm. uh, magic. And to an extent, the Harry Potter films made enough rules or at least navigated... uh, their their use of magic well enough that you don't you weren't bugged by the lack of rules or were just fun enough you were just didn't even care you know you're like oh okay but this movie completely <laughs> breaks that yeah. this movie has no uh like <laughs> there, nothing is grounded in did this you feel movie this way all. before
0: or after you saw Grindelwald take a fat rip off a bomb <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was the most uh 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 you know sensible uh bit of magic you know like that was something i could i could like weed is magic (laughs) we've learned (laughs) yeah you you see you got you got that baseline there you know you got you got that's grounded in like a Mm. real world kind of parallel Mm. that we can understand you know but so much of the magic in this movie is just there's nothing Tangible about it, there's nothing Mm -hmm. sensible about it. There's it's just kind of there, and like a lot of it's visually really neat. Yeah, I will certainly admit that, but it makes no dramatic
0: sense at all. No, and that's the thing with this movie. I think it's really easy for me to get into it, as far as I can watch it and be like, Oh, it looks like a Harry Potter thing, (laughs) and I go, Oh, that's kind of like a Harry Potter thing, and then I'm like, Oh, let me think about that. That makes absolutely no sense. Did did J.K. Rowling forget her own lore? <laughs> like, did she not have some guy like uh, not Tolkien, but uh, Martin, R.R. Martin, George R.R. Railroad, Railroad Martin? Yeah. Railroad Martin? <laughs> is that is <laughs> that what they call? him? <laughs> <laughs> did she not have like a Railroad Martin guy who like gets to be like, hey, oh oh, I know all about your lore and I can keep you on track. Like, come on she doesn't have one of those uh i guess not man (laughs) especially when we get into like some of the stuff um spoiler wise but like certain characters that exist within this film that like make no sense why'd you set it in the 20s if you wanted this
1: character in here (laughs) what (laughs) yeah again that's the thing this movie was not made for casual audiences no uh and it was barely made for the hardcore audiences. so, yeah, it's it's weird. Mm-hmm. it's this film very much feels like, um, like it was kind of the the byproduct of that decision to expand it to five films, yes, ah, uh, and it very much feels like this is a movie that would not have existed in that trilogy in any form. No. Like, like, obviously, if if it was condensed to, you know, three films, it would have been a very different film first. The second film would have been very different. But, like, Mm -hmm. even the pieces that make up this film... Yeah. There's, like, nothing there that would have, like, been justified being in a second part of a trilogy. Because there's nothing there to justify this movie's existence whatsoever, even in a five-part saga, you know? Like, this movie is just hours and hours of (laughs) wheel-spinning. It's it starts with massive retcons, does yeah. real spinnings for like two hours, and then just ends with like a bunch of abrupt plot twists that make no sense whatsoever. Yeah, that's the, they didn't set them up. That's all this movie is. It's those three parts. Well, well, let's let's stop,
0: let's stop talking non spoiler. The people, okay. this movie's been out forever. They they know. <laughs>
1: It um, just came out on DVD. It's well, not forever. Whatever. And considering it's uh, grossed the least of all the Harry Potter films, well, by a wide margin. The people uh, who haven't seen
0: it shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can. I think I can safely say this is an ATE. An ATE. An eight. An eight. A great, a great way. <laughs>
1: I love how the eight is the uh it sounds like we're recommending it, yeah. but we're not. It's an this eight. This movie's eight. an eight. Not an eight out of ten. An eight as in great. An as eight in great. <laughs> it's an eight out of eight. Do you get it? I get
0: it, yeah. Um What do you think?
1: Like are we in spoilers now? No, do you think it's an eight or I, an eight? Oh, I think it's an eight. <laughs> I think it's definitely an age. <laughs> okay. okay. We are kickstarting this podcast in uh, the the most appropriate ways, I guess, because we're we're making it clear right off the bat a lot of these are not <laughs> gonna be good movies. <laughs> um, not gonna be movies that anyone should watch, and not are you TV glad you saw movies. it though. I to the extent that I I want to kind of. Understand the conversation around the fan base. Mm-hmm. Like this is not. I'm. I'm not a huge fan of the Harry Potter no. uh, films. No, like I, I, I said, like I enjoy them well enough. But I'm not like the the hardcore fan base. A fanboy knows a uh, of hater. Is that
0: what is that's <laughs> about what he says? A player knows a, hater. a, player, a player knows a knows hater. A hater. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh God. Uh,
0: what were we what well, we're I don't saying? know. What spoilers. You don't want to get into spoilers. <laughs> Just uh, hit me. Hit me with. Uh, where Where do you want to start? Oh, what do you say? <laughs> if you haven't seen this,
1: <laughs> I don't know. Just uh, don't. If, 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 if you if you have if you haven't Whatever. if you haven't seen this movie, it's uh, not recommended no,
0: by the both no. of us. Um, although talking. I will say there are good things about this movie that I'll try to pick your brain with a little bit later. There's
1: on. there there are. St- several aspects of this film that I can say are I enjoyed. Okay. Uh, oh, well, so why? I didn't it's not it's not something I completely hate. It's not a suicide squad moment. And and there's a certain to a certain extent it's it's well made enough mm-hmm. to not be a complete disaster. Yeah. But from a storytelling uh, perspective it's an absolute failure. Oh, yes! Yeah, it's an outright complete failure, uh, embarrassing and incoherent, and just kind of. I'm I'm kind of astonished this film got We're in through. Spoilers, but go for it. I don't even know where to start, man. <laughs> I now you know how I normally feel. <laughs> I there's just so many things. Uh, we can start at the beginning. Okay. Uh, Grindelwald's a bad dude. You want to talk about how much they really want us to know how bad he is? This thing is this thing. This movie is both like screenwriting 101 and someone who has clearly no experience writing a screenplay at the same time. Like they do the they do the kill the cat thing. Yeah, like. Three times in the opening 20 minutes of this film. Yeah. They're like, Grindelwald uh, kills his little pet he's carrying around for no reason. It was the chupacabra, apparently. (laughs) Like, the real chupacabra?
0: That's what the pop figure says. I don't know. It's a chupacabra, man. So,
1: like... If, like that's one of those like basic like like codes to the audience like oh we have our protagonist who's already always carrying around this tiny little pet with him mm-hmm. and, he, and we know he's good because he takes care of his pet mm-hmm. so how do we show the bad guy's a villain oh we'll make him kill this pet he's carrying around and but it's just it's so out of place it's like You didn't need this to establish Grindelwald as a bad guy. Wasn't that the whole point of, like, the last movie? Like, being like, oh, it's Grindelwald. Like, when Johnny Depp shows up at the end of the last movie, it's supposed to be like... Well, as soon as you see Johnny Depp, you're like, oh, this is a bad guy. Well, So. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm sure we'll be talking about uh, Johnny Depp. (laughs) Also, they don't do...
0: uh, Grindelwald doesn't do himself any favors as far as trying to look like a good guy. He's got like a messed up eye and like, just, not that I'm saying if you have a messed up eye, you're a bad person. Well, I mean, that's
1: a, that's another thing is this movie is doing one of those other coding techniques mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, he has like the weird mismatched eyes and he's mm-hmm. really the, the pale and the mm-hmm. tall way. It's like, and he's okay, now. yeah, he's a villain. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then also just like this beginning is so confusing oh man. yeah definitely <laughs> like they're just like at one point you know just Grindelwald's in prison and he's held there by some magic that again the magic has no rules in this movie whatsoever and then that what I'm just okay like, with I'm okay with that magic it's like on a little death field around him sure they're just like, oh, we cut out his tongue. And you're like, do you mean literally? Do you mean you cast the spell? I don't know what's going on. Oh, they on. meant literally, definitely. Because I, I don't know. I I couldn't tell. <laughs> for a second, I was like, they literally cut out his tongue? I wouldn't complain. You yeah. know, Johnny Depp just didn't say anything for this <laughs> He's role. He's in the movie, but he doesn't talk. <laughs> I was ready to be like, "Oh yeah, I'm in on this movie now." Johnny Depp doesn't say anything. I guess I can tolerate He's just that. Back seat. He's like, "Hey, what's up?" <laughs> Except he doesn't say that. But this opening's just so weird. It's. I think what was weird about this opening is this is kind of like a nitpick in the grand scheme of Fantastic <laughs> Beasts two, but it's just weird how there's like no dialogue in like the entire opening scene. Mm-mm. It's just weird watching it. Mm-hmm. Like, it just doesn't feel like anything. Like, it, it, it it's, like... It doesn't establish, like, why we should care about any of it. Uh, it doesn't give us any heroes to root for. It doesn't explain the villain at all outside of those moments we talked about. Where it's like, oh, we know he's a bad guy because he killed this pet. But, like, there's, like... It's just things are happening. And I, I didn't get it. I don't... <laughs> I, and
0: also, they were, I just feel like they were so focused on wanting an opening action scene that they didn't stop to, like, make sure it made sense, because he's already out. He's out of the cell already at the beginning. Yeah. His follower's in there. Why does he stick around to free his follower? He doesn't care about that guy.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that whole plot twist when it turns out he was in disguise as a guy, it's, it, it's it's an unnecessary scene. Mm-hmm. And there's so many unnecessary scenes in this movie. Yes, there are. It's it's like, again, it's astonishing how much of this movie does not matter. <laughs> it's like, we didn't need any of this. Mm-mm. Grindelwald could have just escaped. Mm-mm. Or he could have just been not captured at the end Mm-mm. of the last movie. Yeah. We didn't need this
0: opening scene at all. Now, we need the opening scene to introduce that follower... Who then poses as an aura and kills someone at the <laughs> at the meeting, which I didn't catch the first time. I'm like, oh, that's what happens in the scene. I thought it was just like, yep, the aurors are ready to kill anyone. <laughs> wait, what happened? Wait, wait what scene? <laughs> the scene at like the very end, when they're at the rally.
1: Oh, he's the one that killed
0: Yeah. Is oh that's and what They happened? don't make a deal about it at all, but I'm like, that's that actor. Oh, okay. Okay. I I get that. Okay. Yeah. They just don't, they don't even do like one of those like really cheesy, like, you see them walking down the steps and then it flips around and he's like, (laughs) they they can't see that. But I did like a really devious
1: smile. It was quite devious. I'm gonna
0: kill somebody.
1: I guess I didn't pick up on that at all, but... Yeah, I I didn't get it the first time either. Sure, but again, I guess it just speaks to how much of this movie you just... You don't know what's going on. Yeah. So, (laughs) biggest part that bugged me right off the bat... Okay, gotcha. uh, Well, starters, the retcon of, uh... What's his name? Jacob. Jacob, Jacob. The retcon of of... I even like I, as soon as he comes on screen, I'm just like, didn't he lose his memory? And you're and then the very next line is just like, oh yeah, I didn't lose my memory. They were only good <laughs> memories he had. I don't understand the point of making him lose the memories in the first place if you're just gonna retcon well, that it. that was before it was five movies.
0: <laughs> but even at it's, the end of the first movie, you can see he remembers.
1: You can. I thought that was just kind of like one of those hint kind of things, being like, "Oh, he's going to still be part of this thing. Like he's uh, going to, he's going to get those memories back." Right. But to just be like, "Hey, I never lost my memories in the first place." Yeah. It undercuts oh, all the awful, the right drama right? of that ending, and I actually liked that ending. That it's was probably one like of my favorite yeah. parts of the first movie. Uh, and then that's immediately retcon. So I'm already walking into this film. You know, uh, I'm I'm like yeah, angry, <laughs> and then. First plow point off the bat is he's under mind control to be in love with Queenie. (laughs) We got to see that she's willing to do some
0: bad stuff for love. (laughs) I am absolutely only playing devil's advocate on this point. I, I agree. It's
1: pretty messed up. It's so messed up. Yeah. It's... They just, yeah. Oh, I don't even know how to to express my frustration with this plot point mm-hmm. where it's like she brainwashes him mm-hmm. for like months into f- being in love with him.
0: I don't and- know if it was months. I, again, that devil's <laughs> advocate on this. I think it was just when they left okay, New okay, York.
1: Okay, but any time at <laughs> no, all is I too agree. much time. I agree, but it was like, i
0: shouldn't say that okay
1: (laughs) and then the conversation immediately afterwards Mm -hmm. is just like oh they like they like try to use this as like the setup for this big dramatic arc where she's like oh you know we have to figure out i want to marry you but the wizarding world won't allow it Mm -hmm. uh and he's like, you know, I don't want to marry you because then you'd be thrown in jail and all this sort of stuff. They're trying to set this up as, like, this big, uh, conflict. Yeah. But you can't kickstart that with her, you know, mind controlling him into loving her. It That's- was
0: a love potion, Aaron. <laughs>
1: Okay, okay. So, pop point number one. That That is not okay. No,
0: obviously. That is not okay.
1: And if you're putting in this, especially if you're putting this in the same movie that also stars Johnny Depp, you know, you're really losing a lot of goodwill off the bat. Like, oh man, that is a whole can of worms that the movie just doesn't seem to recognize as problematic at all. No. And. Oh, so um, yeah. Right off the bat, uh, I I could pretty much tell I was not gonna like this movie. <laughs> and then, I mean, I I don't know really know where to go next because again, a lot of this movie after that point is <laughs> wheel spinning. Yeah, it's just so much wheel spinning. It's just like <clears throat> scene of uh. Catherine Watterson, what's her character's name? Tina. Tina. It's like scene of Tina at the carnival or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then very next scene, uh Newt and Jacob uh, to recap find, the man. events <laughs> of the carnival. <laughs> like, it's like we don't need both of these scenes. Yeah. What was the point of that? <laughs> it's it's we're watching the events and then we're watching the recap of the events immediately afterwards. Yeah. It's there's so much bloat to this movie. <laughs>
0: well, and this movie also doesn't know who it wants to be about. No, it does and not. And, like, if you cut out the Katherine Watterson scene at the carnival, just keep the one of Newton and, and Jacob. That's, a, like, a much better through line from yeah. the first movie to this one, where it's them, instead of trying to find the beasts, trying to find their friends. <laughs> I just came up with that right now, and Fantastic I really feel like I... Fantastic friends and where to find them.
1: <laughs> that was the movie I would have watched. Not in Paris, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. like so like we're like we're like 20 minutes in this movie and there's already two scenes that could have been completely cut out and not mm-hmm. changed anything It's and that's this movie in a nutshell cause then it's basically scene after scene of like the characters travel to this point and they're mm-hmm. told oh if you want information you gotta travel to this next point if you want information you gotta travel to this next point if you want information you gotta travel to this next point point." and it's just on and on and on until we get to that big uh, exposition dump in the climax <laughs> and at that point I didn't even understand why we were having that exposition dump to okay. be honest like this neither did I the first <laughs>
0: time watching it for a second time It
1: makes more sense. Like, this film is... It's it's trying to set up... Like, there's... There's this journey. There's this journey. It's about Credence trying to find out his uh, family origins. And, like, how Mm -hmm. that intersects with... uh, What's her name? The Lestrange uh, woman. Lira. Okay. And, like, how that intersects with her story. And, like... That's a through line, mm-hmm. but also that doesn't really intersect well with the Newt and Jacob and Queenie through line. No, and, and they try to like force it, and they to try be to be force like, it. Oh, they're
0: together. They were together, but now yeah. she's with his brother. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I don't know that they were ever together. I don't think I don't think it's
1: explicitly they, stated. They do, but they do spend a lot of time uh, emphasizing the relationship that they yeah. had. like that, that whole extended flashback to Hogwarts, which again is entirely pointless. But one of the better parts of the movie, but just yes, because it's like Harry but Potter, because it gives <laughs> us a reason to actually care about the characters. Yes, and that's basically what this film is missing all over. Mm-hmm. Is it's things are happening. But you have no reason to care about any of it. Yeah. Like yeah. it introduces like five new characters. It gives them nothing to do. There's too many characters in this movie. And Look
0: at this poster. Look at how many characters are on this poster. Too many.
1: And oh my god, so many times where they do the the thing where they're like, name drop this character cause for dramatic effect, even though there's no reason to because these characters haven't been relevant to this story yet, you know? What like ones are like, we talking about? Like, when they're just like, oh, it's you, Dumbledore, and then it's like a five-second shot Dumbledore just smiling, and you're like, I don't know who if if I'm coming in with just the Fantastic Beast films, I don't know who Dumbledore is. Okay. Literally nobody's coming in <laughs> with just the Fantastic But I mean Beast from Beast. a storytelling perspective, no, I this isn't how I do get you do that. it. No, I agree. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> and then they do it again. Nicholas Flamel. I don't know who Nicholas Flamel is, so I haven't seen any of the other films. Did you did you know with it? Did, with I that, I your I, idea. I do okay. know who Nicholas Flamel is in okay. the Greater or Lower, and then the, they have that one shower. It's like over his vault, The Philosopher's Stone is yeah. in there, and it's just like, okay, at least that's subtle. At least yeah. they're not making a big deal about it. Do you like my stone? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's the
1: Philosopher's Stone. <laughs> and you're like, oh God. Um, <laughs> and then Mc Mac, uh, McGongle. McAngels she yeah, Ooh, makes no
0: sense to be in
1: this story. Not that old. And yeah, it's not a necessary inclusion no. at all. She has like a line. She has like one line. Yeah. Just, but so many moments <laughs> like that, and it, they just make it clear that this is a film for the fans. Mm-hmm. But and not and
0: that's what I was gonna say. It, this is very much a movie made for people like me who Yo. have like read the Harry Potter books seven times and like all that type of stuff. But like. I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm not defending it for that reason. I'm not saying you wouldn't like it because it's it's not for you. It should be for everyone. And the fact that it's not is an extreme failure, and the fact that even the first time I watched this, I mean I really I like this movie. <laughs> I against my better judgment, I like enough of this movie to the fact that I'm like, yeah, I'll watch this again sometime. Like so it's just it's it's such a failure on all fronts at that point. Yeah.
1: But no. it's like this film just does not work on a storytelling level. Like it never gives us a reason to care about the characters, and never gives them like an arc or anything meaningful. It just and then when they do, they
0: kill them in like two scenes later.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's it basically just feels like a, a an info dump for people who wanted more Harry Potter lore. Which why but... not just do that on Pottermore? It there's nothing to this movie outside of here's extra information about the mythology. Mm-hmm. That's all this movie is. Yeah, it's it's not a story. No, it's it's oh my god, <laughs> it's oh I'm just again there were so many times in this movie where I had no idea what was happening and why I should care. Um. You want, I, I'm going to I'm gonna
0: pick your brain a little bit. Sure, yeah, go for it. Good things in the
1: movie. G- give me, get me off this side. <laughs> we'll get back. I, I'm just going to keep, I'm going to be like Fantastic Beasts and just keep on circling this wheel of uh, being <laughs> well, like, this movie makes no sense. We'll come back because there's more
0: sh- stuff I want to talk about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <Just> stuff. <laughs> Shazam. Shazam. Um, I want to talk about good things yeah, a little yeah. bit. Uh, performances. I performances, think they're all quite I, good
1: i think uh especially this time around Mm -hmm. i was really impressed with eddie redmayne i Mm -hmm. think he definitely uh came into the character this time around Mm -hmm. and i think he has crafted a really uh good character here Mm -hmm. uh i i really like kind of the approach that he's he's much more shy he's much more awkward he's Kind of, you know, he's not good at the social interactions and stuff. You know, like the whole yeah. kind of idea. Yeah, he's, you know, he's he gets along better with the beast than uh, other people. Yeah. And I think, even though that's kind of a very, uh, like a very basic, very tropey characterization, I mm-hmm. think his performance he he does a really good job bringing that to life. It feels like a very well rounded character. Yes. And the fact that he's able to do that. Uh, with the level of writing that he's working with is very impressive.
0: <laughs> yeah. The only person, I don't want to get back on this, the only two people, actually, that I think are not good in yeah. this movie are
1: um, Allison Sudol as Queenie. It's okay. just
0: weird. Well,
1: I, I would fault that... A lot with the writing of Queenie's character, like what the hell happened? She's very different from in the first one. Like she was, she She was was very very like a fan favorite character. She was my favorite in the first one. That's what I thought.
0: And And then I'm like, I I care about decisions that she makes in this movie. We're in spoilers. I care that she goes to Grindelwald's side because I'm like, you were really cool in the first one. You don't do anything in this one except for. Th- that drug your boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, that arc makes
1: no sense
0: though. Like, so, hey, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I agree. I, I, I mean. I'm okay, okay.
1: Like, that. it makes sense on a very basic level. Right. The idea that she's like, oh, I really love Jacob, and the the Wizarding World is so restrictive that I can never be with the person I love. So, and mm-hmm. this guy's promising revolution. He's promising change. He's promising freedom. All that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, but they never do a job of selling. Grindelwald's uh, manipulations as anything other than words. Like, yeah. he's just like, hey, guess what? If you come with me, uh, you can be happy. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'll come with you. And <laughs> yeah, you're like, right. it takes no convincing. <laughs> yeah. It's like, did he put her under a hypnotic spell now? <laughs> Is that what we're going to find on part three? They're going to retcon <laughs> that <laughs> right off the bat? <laughs> they
0: absolutely will. <laughs>
1: Um, How much stuff from this film is going to get <laughs> reconned in the first 10 minutes of the next one? <laughs> Too much. <laughs> um, it's Allison
0: Sudol and Ezra Miller. They're just bad. Ezra Miller, again, the writing, but what is he
1: doing? What direction was he given for this? I don't know.
0: I. He's like, he's he's trying to do something
1: similar to Eddie Redmayne, where he's trying to do like the really sheltered off, the really closed off uh, character. Right. But he's trying to bring like a darker spin to it, being like, oh, he's closed off because of his abusive upbringing and all that sort of stuff. It's just not good. It's not good. (laughs) It just, it never feels. There's never like a moment of humanity for him, I think Mm. is the problem. Like, they try to center the whole film around. You know, this is his big search for his parentage and all that sort of Mm -hmm. stuff. But they never really give us a moment where we should care Mm -hmm. about it. They never give us a moment where we understand what his parentage means to him.
0: Yeah. Well, the only four people with actual characters in this movie are the original
1: four, really. And even then, I wouldn't count Queenie as uh, a sensible character. I think they completely just rewrote her character for this one. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and I'd say,
0: um, I mean, like, outside of Dumbledore and stuff, which, like, obviously he's a character. Um, Lita. Lita has a character in this movie. Yeah. Lita, I, I think they did a fairly good job with Lita. I think mm-hmm. it was just kind of... Didn't know it was Zoe Kravitz the first time I saw this. Oh, yeah? I was just like... And then I saw the credits go by, I'm like, Zoe Kravitz? Who's she in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: like... Is she's Lita, like one of the main characters. Did she? Oh. did she get credited in the last movie? Or did, is she in it? I don't like, she No, she's not like in it, but like they show her photograph or something. So like they had cast, oh. the, they had like cast the role ahead of time. What a waste! Is Lita's character is in this movie? The fact really that they, weird that they killed her off. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of things I didn't understand what was happening. What the hell was that <laughs> final scene? I. It's not good. There's a circle of fire, and then like people are crossing over, it, and then, like, other people can't cross over well, into if it. Well, he then...
0: He's like deciding on the fly.
1: Who can Grindelwald is. Yeah. Because Queenie
0: like starts to get burned up, and he's like, I think she's true, and then he like you get to come over.
1: Okay, so why would all the Aurors run into that ring of fire then? They didn't. He was shooting it at them. But they were allowed them. That, that, there was like that moment where like a bunch of people like rushed him and then they just like all And then he put up. the wall up and then they didn't. No, yeah. that's not, that doesn't happen. That is what happens. <laughs> that doesn't happen. There are people like running into this wall of flames. They're running they... away from it. I know they were running away from it too but there were a moment when they were running into the wall I don't know what was happening in this climax and that whole it's poorly shot. That whole just like last ditch effort to gain some stakes or like if we don't stop this they'll destroy Paris. It's like where the hell did
0: that come from? Because he hates Paris. He wants to destroy it. But why? Uh, Because he's bad. He's killing
1: the cat again. (laughs) And then they're just fighting fire with fire with red fire, literally. Though.
0: <laughs> red fire. Though. I there's just no. There's a good movie here, Aaron. I guarantee you, there is a good movie in this movie. I like if if you add a stronger climax. There's a there's a good movie here.
1: I think there are pieces of a good movie here. Um, I think. J.K. Rowling has an idea of what she wants to go for, and I think that she she understands how stories work. Mm-hmm. She's not a um, screenwriter from the from the basis of the Harry Potter books. She knows on uh, you know at least some level how stories work. That <laughs> well, she has to. They're great stories, <laughs> but this film just it, it's not a story.
0: No. I'd really love the idea that she just like accidentally did into Harry Potter. <laughs> like she didn't know how to tell a good story but she just accidentally <laughs> wrote a great one.
1: <laughs> She's just she has I don't know what's happening to her. I don't think she her. cares.
0: I'll be honest. I, I think she wants maybe to, it's I don't think yeah, she, she wants the I, money and just
1: it's, get out. She she has become a very frustrating person on uh, several levels, levels yeah. uh, <clears throat> that we don't need to g- get into all of them on this podcast, no, no. but I-, I think she has an idea of like what works for a character, what would like make for a satisfying arc, what you know, kind of, like mm-hmm. these like these grand concepts of like good versus evil and like parentage versus free will and all this sort of stuff. Like she gets mm-hmm. like these storytelling uh, building blocks. She even has like
0: bits like good lines in yeah. here yeah. that like would work if there was buildup to them but without the buildup they just sound like cheesy and like okay yeah. like he's like he knows who my parents are and he's like he knows who what he knows where you're from not
1: who you are or whatever yeah like that and was like, that's a really good line yeah but there's like, no buildup speaking of like nagini like what was the point of her character she's gonna be a
0: bigger character in the next one Is, like, obviously what they're going for. She needed a character in this film. I know, but but 20 people needed a character in this movie. Sometimes you gotta put people like, I don't know, really important people like Nagini and, uh, whatever, Claudio. (laughs) What's his name? (laughs) What's his name? Credence. You gotta put Credence. Claudio? You gotta put credence to the bylines. I, I and thought be you like, were talking
1: like, about the uh, the other uh, guy. The oh, what's his name? current Car- No.
0: Whoa, who plays him? Is he? Is the he a Lestrange
1: as well. I I didn't understand
0: that dynamic. He was not a Lestrange. So he, <laughs> here we go. Time to get the exposition dump going. Yeah. Yeah. He is L- uh, Lita Lestrange's half brother. Okay. Because again. Weird love potion stuff going on here. Sure, man. Did you not catch this? I was like, this is like the worst part of this movie. Uh, maybe not. Please uh elaborate on this. So the strange is bad people. Yeah. Except for Lita. Lita's Sure, cool. Yeah. And well, she does drown a baby, but we'll get there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know. <laughs> Just one of those things. So. Oh my god. So. Wait, was this the Titanic?
0: That's what I thought too. It's not. Okay. At least the timelines don't match up. Okay. But it might have been the Titanic. The the timelines didn't match up? But wasn't it going from France? Where does the Titanic leave from?
1: The Titanic left from America, I think. <laughs> no, it it was going to America. It was going to America, wasn't it? Oh my I God! No so bad. <laughs> Titanic. It was over a hundred years ago. Who cares? <laughs> what is? It? Okay, it was heading to New York. Okay. Oh my God! Right? I think it was the Titanic. Wasn't? It? I thought it was supposed to be. leaving from France to yeah. New York, and the timeline matches up, right? I guess. Because this film takes place, what, 1927 it was? So that's only 15 years earlier? She drowns a baby on the Titanic. <laughs> you know, what? still a better Titanic story than the uh, well, movie. Right. <laughs> I'm telling the most the strange
0: backstory. Yeah, go for it, go for so, it. So, uh, dude, I don't know his name. I gotta figure out his name or else I'm just gonna call him Dude. But I don't know who he is. I don't remember his name. Is it him? Oh, that's, no, no. That's, that's not... no. <laughs> Oh, she's the president. The the president of what? Of the Ministry of Magic in America. Oh, okay. Sure. Where is he, dude? I don't... You'd think he'd be further up. I
1: don't know, Is it him? It's
0: Yusuf. Yusuf. Okay. Okay. Okay, yeah. Okay, so Yusuf. Yusuf's parents. Yes. Wealthy family. Yeah. in, In France, I believe. Okay. Or no, no, no. In I don't know, wherever. And then the Lestrange, Lita's dad, yeah. sees his mom, Yusuf's mom, and is like, I want some of that action. And then he casts the Imperious oh, Curse no. on her.
1: Oh, no.
0: And that's how Lita was born. Oh, no. <laughs> and then she dies in childbirth. That's so messed up. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing I want to talk about with this movie. This movie cannot pick a tone. If it wants to be dark and messed up, fine. Weird choice, but fine. But then there's also just like weird scenes like how Nicholas Flamel like runs around his apartment. Like, why is that happening <laughs> in this movie? Where there's a drowned baby and drugging. <laughs> That's a bit much, don't you think? Pick one. Pick one.
1: Oh, man. Like, why is this a... Why are there multiple plot points built on... Uh...
0: It's cyclical, Aaron. It's to show this, the cycle of abuse that <laughs> happens in the wizarding world. It's before they had the bylaws to do stuff like this. To, to stop stuff like this from happening. I'm making that up, but I'm sure they're going to
1: bring that up at some point. I thought you were being serious. I no. thought that was a stop podcast. No, oh, no. <laughs> Before um, 1927, we didn't realize drugging people was wrong. Um, also, there's a half house elf, half human in this movie. I don't want to open that can of worms either. You did. You already did. Um...
0: So, I think it's fair to say
1: yeah, that J.K.
0: Rowling should never write about sex stuff. <laughs> like, ever. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she needs to go to sensitivity training. Well, she does. <laughs> For other reasons. <laughs> but, at the same time, No, I can't even. I was going to say, I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt, because it's all the bad guys who do it, but then Queenie does it, but she's on the
1: bad guys' team. She's on the bad guys' team, but So it is all the bad guys who do it. If they try to give Jacob and Queenie a happy ending after this point, I'm going to... They absolutely will. I'm going to... Although, J.K. Rowling likes killing characters.
0: Beloved characters. I guess. She's going to redeem herself and die, is my guess for this character.
1: I'm just I'm already just like so defeated at the thought of three more of these films, man. I'm like I can't wait. <laughs> I'm just I, I feel I feel tired coming out of this movie. And not just because I was tired the whole time watching this movie.
0: There is there are long stretches of nothing in this movie. It's wheel
1: spinning. It's yeah. it's just none of it is relevant. And like there but again I I like it very it very much feels like you could this is a movie where you could have started it where it ended you know mm-hmm. like the the catalyst of the plot could have been he credence discovers his parentage that could have been mm-hmm. the start of the plot. We didn't need a whole movie of him <laughs> who's my parents? Let's go to this place they don't know. Let's go to this next place. They don't know either. Let's go to the next place. They think they know they're wrong. Let's go to this next place. How do we know Grindelwald's telling the truth?
0: Maybe he's not. Uh, that I'm very afraid that's going to be the uh, the twist there. I, another twist? That's yeah. It's like, the first twist was a lie. <laughs>
1: they're like, oh, no. They'll pull a whole uh, <laughs> obscure reference here. They'll, they'll pull a whole uh, eldest. From the Aragon series,
0: yeah, I, didn't, I, didn't know why I didn't read, it.
1: <laughs> or, 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 I read or, it. Or Brissinger is when that plot twist out. So like the the end of uh, for spoiler Eldest. for the for spoiler for the Aragon books at the end of Eldest, Star they do that whole mean. thing that but they, they they do that Star Wars thing where it's like mm-hmm. oh Aragon's father is the uh, the villain guy mm-hmm. like, The king or not? not the king like one of the, one of the dragon writers that. Uh, Mergmer. Not Murtag. I think Murtag is his Murtag's brother. a real person? Y- yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, man. <laughs> man. <laughs> it's all coming back to you now. I guess. Oh, yeah. But, like, Murtag is, like, his, like, revealed to be, like, his half-brother because they share that father who's the villain. They do the, I am like, that's how they do it. They do the I am your father reveal by proxy. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, once, like, all the, like, backlash being, like, you're just doing Star Wars again. Uh, came out then like the next book in the series he's like oh uh, uh brahm is his father the brahm is the obi-wan guy yeah no i remember okay that. yeah yeah. What? yeah so they just completely retcon that because they're like oh yeah we probably shouldn't go in that direction so that's what they're gonna do with fantastic Beasts. he wrote him in high school <laughs> you know let's give him a bit of the bit of
0: leeway still not cool to like Basically
1: plagiarized, but well, I mean, it's it's the <laughs> that's the uh, hero's journey, man. It's the hero's journey. It's a little closer to Star Wars than you <laughs> yeah, than it should be. It's way too close to Star Wars, but um. Anyway, oh man, where, where do they? I don't even understand what the 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 the, the plot of this the, like the the arc, the over the, mm-hmm. the overarching story of this series is supposed so this to be. So this is what I point. what
0: I was saying after I saw it. This is like the first movie. Like Fantastic Beast was like the prequel movie. This is like the first one. And then there's going to be two more and then like what? There's a fifth one? Like epilogue my beast got out I mean, again, I, I gotta catch it. I feel him. like it's
1: more like we've had two prequel movies now, and then the next three films will be an actual story. Because again, this film has no reason to exist. It draws lines in the sand. Never justifies I'll give its it existence. That. It's it's not a story. No. It's definitely not a story worth telling over five films. Uh, it's barely a story worth telling at all. But there's a good through line there. We can, mm-hmm. I can, I can admit that mm-hmm. there's a there's a good idea at the core of this franchise, but they are sidetracked in the way that all prequels do, and I think this is very much going to end up like uh, the Star Wars prequels, <laughs> They get where better. you're
0: like, well, not none, they get sense. worse. Oh my god, it's exactly like that. They're gonna get worse, and then they're gonna. It get got better. worse, and now the next one's gonna be like <laughs> Revenge of Sith, and you're like, okay.
1: But like there there <laughs> there's a good story at the core of. The Star Wars prequels, and then it gets, what? Nothing. <laughs> Just I uh, had a revelation. <laughs> yeah, go go. Fantastic
0: hard, Beasts. Yeah, is Phantom Menace. You got all the weird creatures, all that type of stuff, and it's yeah. like, ooh, CGI. Two, Attack of the Clones, is Crimes of Grindelwald. Okay. In which, you got a whiny guy. <laughs> Who are my parents? <laughs> I and then he's like Anakin. Grinwald's like Anakin. I killed him. Mm. <laughs> the women and the children too. but seriously he did. He kills a baby in this movie. two baby deaths. How many baby deaths are in Star Wars? I'm gonna say zero. Uh, kill the younglings. Oh he does kill the younglings. Thank you David. <laughs> <laughs> he does, but they're not babies. Yeah, they are Possibly. Time is relative in
1: space, so, you know, maybe they were all babies. <laughs> I don't like that through line. I don't know. I don't like where that's going. Um, so, alright,
0: so then that's two. Then three's gonna be Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. When Eddie Redmayne is gonna to turn to the bad side all the way. And you're gonna be like, what? He was the real villain. All along, he's gonna kill Grindelwald, and he'll be like, "I want the power." And then four, four is going to be solo. It's gonna be solo, and it's gonna it's gonna focus on Jacob becoming the best pilot in the galaxy. <laughs> and then five is gonna be Rogue One.
1: Yeah,
0: when they blow up uh, the moon that Grindelwald makes. <laughs> He makes a moon that he's going to rain down upon I wouldn't, humanity. I wouldn't <laughs>
1: be surprised if there's some kind of plot point in a later film where he's like, I'm going to make my own planet for the wizards. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not going to be surprised by anything that happens in any of these further movies. No. I, oh, I, Only thing I would okay. be surprised by is if they would actually uh, confirm... Dumbledore and Dumbledore and Grindelwald's relationship, yeah, like explicit play confirmation. A little bit with it, and you're like, it's, oh, it's so frustrating. It absolutely is. Even even taking out uh, the moral aspect of being like, oh, we can't do this because it's gonna affect our box office. You know, even taking mm-hmm. out that aspect of it, it's just bad storytelling. Yeah, it's oh yeah, because it's one of those things where we don't understand his motivation then. But people who know it are like, why don't you just... Like, come on. Well, like, that's the thing. is like yeah. everyone already knows that's what's happening. Yeah. And they're tr- but they're, like, trying to they're use like that going, as an excuse wink, to wink, be like... It's, it's, this, it's like the same problem they're doing with the other winks in the thing, where they're like, oh, you know what this is, so yeah. we don't need to explain it. Yeah. And that's why this movie falls apart. I will say one more good thing...
0: I think uh, Jude Law is really good as Dumbledore. I think I, he has do, the yeah. mannerisms like perfect. I think he's got the performance down. And I actually will say the guy who plays Eddie Redmayne as a kid is perfect. Like he's exactly doing I, the I, same. I like how thing. this man
1: hasn't changed his haircut in like fifteen years, but
0: also a dope haircut. <laughs> I, I gotta l- give him that.
1: I love just kind of like, we've all accepted that as like a cinematic language where it's like, we know this is the younger version because they have the same haircut. Con- Lando wears capes. He's always worn capes. <laughs> <laughs> there's actually, oh my God, there's actually a great, uh, there's actually a great joke about that concept in one of the films we'll watch for Gateways to Cinema coming up. Okay. Uh, that I'm excited to talk about because <laughs> it's like one of my favorite parts of that movie. Okay. Okay. But, uh, we'll save that for another week obviously yeah um oh man how long have we been talking about this almost an hour oh yeah i I think this deserves
0: it i think it demands about an hour's worth of of talking now i will say we gotta we we have to talk about the elephant in the room
1: what's the elephant in the room the holocaust
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's not funny the holocaust isn't funny aaron
1: It, the Holocaust isn't funny. Now, what they I, this do... This is after I started, like, laughing when you were bringing up all the, the cycles of abuse. Which, again, both of these are just, you know, Of over I can't handle how tone-deaf this movie yeah. is. So, Grindelwald's... Grindelwald's plan...
0: Yeah. ...is to stop the
2: Holocaust.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and there's no getting around it. To get off the Holocaust for a second... Uh, the atomic bomb, too. Uh, mm-hmm. That's also included mm-hmm. in his vision. Is that gonna. Is that a threat to the wizarding world? Atomic bombs? Because, yes. again, there's no uh, logical stakes to any of the action in this film, and there are no rules for the magic. So. Yeah, couldn't they just kind of like cast a spell to like absorb the nuclear absorb blast? a nuclear
0: bomb, Aaron? Ugh, come on, it's like you don't know magic at all. <laughs> yeah, no, they they want to. So it's like
1: Grindelwald is summoning a giant blue fire demon to destroy Paris, and then his followers are like, "Oh, but those humans want to set off this nuclear bomb." Well, Grindelwald—they're so the is, bad guys. Grindelwald's one
0: of the most powerful, though. Yeah. He'd only save his own skin. So, I just want to I wanna bring up the fact that no matter how you cut
1: it, no matter how you slice it... Yeah. Including the holocaust in your uh, family uh, fantasy franchise is a bad idea? Yes, but I want to get more into the reasons. Oh, okay. Because no matter what... <laughs> the reasons what, why it's a bad idea. <laughs> let me count the ways.
0: Because no matter what, at the end... I will be thinking... In in the fifth movie, I'll be thinking... So if they stop Grindelwald... They're basically letting the Holocaust happen. Right? Like, they've made that decision. They've weighed their options. And they're like... This needs to happen. <laughs> you know? Like, even though... I know I know that's not what they mean. I know that's not the purpose of including it. But... When you don't think through your consequences of your story... And you're like, let's just throw in the fact that Grindelwald wants to stop the Holocaust. And you're like, I mean, that's good, I guess. But also, now no matter what, New Scamander, <laughs> just say it, man. New Scamander is the reason for the Holocaust.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> should I cut this? <laughs> I mean, it's true. They should have cut this for... This, this film out of existence is what they should have done. I, I again, it's not.
0: It's not funny. Here's the
1: thing. <laughs> take take the scenes of. Uh... Take the scenes of Newt and Jacob uh, and their banter, Mm -hmm. not the bit where uh, Jacob is still in love with Queenie after she, you know, mind controls. Or just take out that mind control bit. Take out that. can be. But like the banter between them, Mm -hmm. where is like the 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 whole kind of like running joke, Mm -hmm. where he's like, okay, don't talk about the uh, salamanders. Like Mm -hmm. that's good. That's good. That's that's good stuff. Mm -hmm. Take that stuff. Take some of the scenes with the beasts. Like, that weird, uh, lion, lion weird, tiger. yeah, Dude, thing. one yeah. of the best scenes in the movie. It's, it's, it's a cool creature. It's good. It's a cool creature. Uh, CGI's pretty good on it, and, mm-hmm. you know, they have a nice little relationship. Like, take those bits, mm-hmm. make it a different movie. Mm-hmm. I guess what I wanted was something closer to the first one. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. Uh, Same. Where it was, the mythology is the backdrop. Mm-hmm. The mythology is a backdrop, but what the story is actually about is about Newt and him trying to find these animals. And I think that's a really cool approach. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be a really different approach to be like, okay, we have this this backdrop of uh, worlds going to war, mm-hmm. uh, of the rise of fascism, and all that sort of stuff. It's like but, what, what we're talking about is the story of just like one man trying to uh, rescue animals within that context just kind of being like kind of like a like a, looking at it from like a different perspective and just being like you know uh the because the, they had they, they like try to set up that arc where it's like oh newt's not interested in taking sides in this war he's just interested in doing mm-hmm. uh the quote-unquote right thing kind of stuff right uh but kind of just do it as like this this character who is like okay I can't uh, make a difference even if I can't make a difference on that large scale what I can make a difference is is saving these creatures right and I think that's a really cool that's a really relatable character arc and I think that also gets down to the to the like relatable essence of storytelling to mm-hmm. be like you know. If we're going from the the big epic Harry Potter saga where it's like any person can be the chosen person who saves the world mm. to then be like, hey, this story is about, hey, even Everyone these small is. little things yeah. can save the world. And I think that'd be a really cool contrast in storytelling. Mm-hmm. But that's not what they're doing. No. That's not. That's absolutely not what they're doing. And the fact that there are moments in here
0: that remind me of what you're saying yeah. are the reasons I'll continue to watch this movie. I'll continue to see the next ones. I'm also just... I'm stuck at this point. (laughs) Like, they got me, and I'm like, well, alright, I guess I'm buckling in for the next three of these (laughs) that might never come out now. They're gonna come out.
1: At least three. At least... I I think at least two more. Okay. I think think definitely... uh, They're not gonna want to wrap it up in one movie because that would feel too rushed, I would Mm assume. Uh... But five seems like a bit of a stretch at this point. I they could maybe do what you're what you were talking about and be like we have a trilogy bookended by these two other films and then maybe just not make the other bookend and then only
0: watch the bookends and then only yeah just only again watch. like I said I I think this is on the same level as the original as far as quality of filmmaking story not so much but like. There's still there's 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 stuff in this movie that's good like we've said but outside of the story they want to tell again this movie doesn't need to exist so with that in mind uh we both don't recommend this movie
1: this is uh this is an 8 this is an eight. <laughs> this is an 8. This is an 8 and like a like a 3 out of 10. Uh what would you rate this? Number one movie? <laughs> this is the number one movie we've covered so far. Yes, indeed. Uh, are we doing a combined ranking, too? We should. Because uh, this is going to be a uh, bottom of that one. <laughs> Below uh, Robin Hood Men and Tights and above <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Let me look. I gotta look before I can make that call. So, so yeah. I'll, I'll make a letterbox list. I'll, I'll make two. Uh, I'll make one for... Great Ways the Cinema ranked, and one for a combined Gateways and Great Ways ranked. Uh, so those will be up on Letterboxd, if anyone cares to check them out. Uh, and They'll be updated as we go, obviously. You're gonna put this above Rocky Horror, for sure. I'm putting this above Batman Masculine. Oh, fantasy. no.
0: But actually, you know what? I'll put it... I'll put it above Unbreakable, honestly. Killing me, man. Well... The thing is, I realize that it's a worse movie, but I like it more. I again, I'll yeah. watch this movie again. I'll yeah. never watch these ones
1: again. So, well, this was certainly a great, certainly a, a great crime way of <laughs> <They> truly were. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I've I've said my piece, man. Okay. I... Like, I can just keep on trashing every single little bit of this yeah. movie that I want to, and... Uh, uh, but, again, I'm just tired. Yeah. I'm tired. <laughs> this movie is exhausting. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, we did
0: it. We, we started did do this. Um, do we want to talk about what we're going to be watching next week? Because we're going to actually rotate weeks. We are going to rotate weeks. I don't weeks. know if we discussed that.
1: Not on this podcast. We did on the last Gateways to Cinema. So, next week... Uh, there will be a new episode of Gateways to Cinema, and then from this point on, we'll be alternating Gateways and Great Ways every other week, uh, at least until we finish uh, Gateways, and then we'll see you from there. But even gonna then, that. that's going to be like a long time from now, especially now yeah. that we're alternating. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. So uh, I do want to let us out. Yeah. Uh, so guys, uh, if you want to find us around the internet, you can find uh, Aaron at L- My Honest Opinion at Twitter. And Letterboxed, right now or no? Yeah. Okay. And uh, Tumblr, where you write a thing. You wrote a Captain Marvel. I did review. write Captain Marvel. It's review. bad. Just kidding. It's a good review. I just don't <laughs> agree with it. <laughs> um. And if you want to find me, you can find me around. <laughs> you can find me around. Uh, Jake underscore lace on Twitter. Jake lace on Letterboxed. You can see me write about Captain Marvel. <laughs> That's all I see now. So, <laughs> I'm, apparently, I'm just, man. Uh, I'm just uh, that's all I'm going to do. And if you want to find David from the main podcast, you can find him at DBEX15 on Twitter. Um, of course, you can also find our podcast at Reboot Already Underway at Twitter, Facebook, SoundCloud, iTunes. Leave us a review if you want to hear what we do when you leave a review. We say thank you.
1: Why would you spoil it
0: like that, man? <laughs> well,. <laughs> You, they need the incentive. So guys, join us next week when we talk about Moon. I, I it'll probably be better than this movie. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Probably. There's uh There's no uh there's no Holocaust uh bong rip. <laughs> so uh if that's our that's that's our established standard, uh <laughs>